0: quality of the entrepreneurs, but the quality of really seasoned, talented C-level folks that are entering the game. You know, there's guys that were CEOs of publicly traded NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange companies that are now saying, you know what, I want to give this a shot. And so Mm -hmm. we've been fortunate enough to have a couple of high-level CEO searches that have provided some incredible talent that we've gotten to know. And now they're part of our ecosystem, whether they were hired or not. And it's been really great to meet those folks.
1: From the Pod Connect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we are continuing this year's Cannabis Investor Spotlight Series with another former guest, Matt Hawkins, the managing partner at Entourage Effect Capital. Matt, welcome back to the show.
0: Dan, thanks for having me. Good to see you.
1: It's good to see you too, and I'm glad you're back. It gives me an opportunity to respond to a comment that I received from one of our listeners last year after your show. They wanted to know what the significance of the term entourage effect fact was. And I thought that would be a great place to kick it off today. Maybe you can explain to that listener and all of our listeners how that term applies to the industry and more importantly, how it applies to your company.
0: Yeah, great question. So, when I started the firm in 2014, our name was Cresco Capital Partners, and Cresco is Latin for grow, so it was an easy thing to pick. And, uh, but then it just so happens there's a little multi-state operator that, that chose a similar name. And then, and then after a couple of years of laughing with, with Charlie at Cresco Labs, we were both just sick of getting confused with one another. And we probably got it more than them, but they got it some too. And we just said, you know what, enough's enough. Let's change our name. And one of my partners, Andy Sterner, had reserved the name Entourage Effect Capital. And I didn't like it at first, but now I love it. And the reason why he chose it is twofold. One is the Entourage Effect is the interaction between the, the THC and the cannabinoids in the plant that gives the most desired healing effects. That's the, the technical description. But, but for a firm... We really provide that entourage effect effect when we come in and make an investment. We're very hands-on kind of a karetsu type of a network we bring, hands-on to the extent we need to be, but we really bring the contacts, the rolodex, the relationships, the capital, the business know-how, the the board level management, et cetera. So that that's that's the long-winded answer.
1: <laughs> no, that's great because like you said, in a nutshell, it's more than just capital. You give your portfolio companies your expertise in areas that they may be lacking in. I, I think that was probably really important, especially helping them navigate through the pandemic. Maybe you can give us a quick update as to how your companies are doing today.
0: Yeah. I can't remember the exact date in when, when, which we talked last year, but as you can imagine, from March until probably August or September, we were just in mode of making sure everybody had enough capital. Luckily, our second fund had enough capital in reserve for, for follow on investments for rainy days, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so we did provide some additional slugs of capital to some of the, the, the companies. But at that point, we started realizing that, wait a minute, sales are, are increasing basically across the entire supply chain here. I mean, what's going on? And so. We had the pandemic effect. It was a blessing in disguise for the industry. You know, our companies and our portfolio are continuing to do pretty well. But now they're having to compete against numbers from last year, which are a little bit challenging because the pandemic numbers were probably bigger than what they should have been. So we're getting back to more normalized times from that standpoint and things are still good. We're now raising our third fund. We've made five investments out of that fund already. And so things are great.
1: Oh, that's that's really encouraging, I know, for the entire industry. And I've spoke to a lot of other investors preparing for this series, and they're really optimistic. They say that the quality and the talent of the entrepreneurs is so much better today than it was even a couple years ago. And I know you were one of the first experienced investors to get into the cannabis industry. Are you seeing that same thing? Are the quality of the entrepreneurs and the startups today better than they were a couple years ago? One
0: hundred percent. There's no doubt about it. And, and not only just the quality of the entrepreneurs, but the quality of really seasoned, talented C-level folks that are entering the game. You know, there's guys that were CEOs of publicly traded NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange companies that are now saying, you know what, I want to give this a shot. And so we've been fortunate enough to have a couple of high level CEO searches that have provided some incredible talent. That we've gotten to know and now they're part of our ecosystem whether we, they were hired or not and it's been really great to meet those folks
1: i know during the pandemic a lot of the company's valuations were depressed clearly because of uncertainty as things are getting a little bit clearer are you seeing those numbers or those valuations getting back to the pre-pandemic level, or are they still a little bit lower? Things
0: are more favorable to the buy side right now, as they have been for a bit. And that's a good thing because I think they've become more normalized. And now the companies, both private and public, are having to say, okay, there's no free lunch anymore. It's time to to roll up our sleeves and get to work and make the numbers that we say we're going to make. And Otherwise, there's going to be consequences. And whether that's a down round or shuffling the deck in management, that's just what big boy industries do. And that's what cannabis is starting to to look like.
1: I I couldn't agree with you more. But if you look at it on paper, you're like, the quality of the companies are better. Their valuations are more in line. And legislation is lot less uncertainty. I I can't imagine there's been a better time to invest in the cannabis industry than it is right now. What what do you think?
0: I couldn't agree more. The valuations are lower. I think during our investment period of Fund 3, we're likely going to see some type of legislation occur, whether it's as little as the Safe Banking Act or something a little bit more robust at the legalization front, but I'm not counting on it. But but I still think it's going to happen while we've invested in some of these companies. And the fact that our whole strategy in Fund 3 is to build scale in advance of that. And so when we're writing bigger checks, investing into larger companies, I mean, those are going to be the first ones that are going to go get bought or get huge investments of capital from institutional funds. I mean, things are going to change dramatically. You're talking about tens of billions of dollars that's on the sidelines, just chomping at the bit to get into in this game. And
1: we're really not that far away from it. Man, it's a really exciting time to be here. Before I let you go, what are some of the other advantages to working or investing with Entourage Impact Capital?
0: We are one of the longest tenured firms in the space. And we've probably got collectively more years of cannabis investing than any other group and maybe the world. It's pretty amazing to say that. But with that brings a deal flow that is second to none. I mean, we see deals now that no one else gets access to, or we just create them ourselves. It's because of the relationships we have. And so that is what's been so rewarding for me as a founder to be able to say that. And I'm incredibly proud of it.
1: And Just to build on that, you see those deals, A, because every entrepreneurs that are raising capital know of your firm and your success rate, but also because you have relationships with other cannabis investors who say, hey, want to come in on this deal. Is that right?
0: That's correct. We have relationships with other firms in the space that we like to co-invest with. We obviously have our own investors who'd like to co-invest with us too. But at this point, while there's still this dearth of capital, everybody needs to be paddling the boat the same direction because there's not enough capital to support all the great companies that exist in the space.
1: It's a good problem to have for somebody like you. Well, Well, it
0: is, but by the same token, I'd love to be a fund manager with a billion dollars under management, but getting that from high net worth individuals and family offices is a Herculean task. (laughs) I need some institutional capital
1: it's right around the corner. I just feel like you are just knocking at the door. So uh, we'll have all the links to Entourage Effect Capital in the show notes. So if you are one of those investors that are looking for a great management team, just click the link. Or if you're a company that's looking to raise some funds, I'm sure somebody from Matt's team would be happy to speak with you. Matt, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks again for doing it this year. Awesome, Dan. Take care.